Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Staying Forever Strong. Today I have um, Casey, who's also a chronic illness warrior. She has a blog and a shop, and we're going to talk about her journey and and how she stays strong. Casey, how are you? I'm JK. How are you? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. Most days are rough, but got to get through, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Ups and downs. Yes, for sure. Um, Want to tell us a little bit about you and like how your journey with chronic illness and pain started? Um, it all started when I was uh, 15. I went on a roller coaster ride in the summer holidays and I got checked out and splat knocked down and checked out and smacked back down. So it kind of like the trauma from that accident just basically started the whole fibromyalgia. Oh, I'm sorry. That must have been really scary. Yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, at the time I thought, oh, I've like broke my arm because it was like all swollen and bruised and everything. And it wasn't until like about a week or so later that like everything else started happening. I was waking up with just all over pain and everything. How long did it take you to find out that it was fibromyalgia? Um, I think it was about six months to a year. Yeah, it usually it takes a while because they probably yeah. had to do all the tests to make sure other things weren't going on. Yeah, I got diagnosed with a lot of other things as well. Like at the start, they thought it was like measles. Then they thought I had like arthritis and things like that. Then they said it was all in my head. So yep. it's like, oh, you're just a, like, 16-year-old girl. You're, like, you know, going through GCSEs at school. It's a stressful time. So, you know, it's, it's just stress. It's like, no, that's, that's not it at all. Yeah, it's like they don't know what we go through unless they go through it themselves. So it's easy for them to say it's in your head instead of trying to help. Yeah, it is, definitely. Yeah. I think the problem is as well is because I got like misdiagnosed so much that once I got to fibromyalgia, I didn't believe that either because like yeah. it was just continuously on top of everything else. I was just basically stopped seeing doctors and was trying to get on with my own life. Yeah. I didn't feel like they were actually like supporting me because they was just like, oh, you're just going to be like this for the rest of your life. Have fun. Bye. Like, That's the worst. Yeah. Because, like, even when you do get a diagnosis, you don't necessarily know, like, what the next steps are. Because there isn't necessarily, like, a good treatment for it. Yeah, I mean, they basically just put me on a load of pills. So I was on um, Tramadol. Mm -hmm. So then, because the Tramadol made me sick, I was on anti-sickness pills. And then, because of the fatigue, they tried, they put me on these, like, pills to wake me up. But then because I was so awake, they had to put me on pills to make me fall asleep. And I was just, I was like a walking pharmacy. I was just, there was, I was on everything. So, yeah. yeah, it was quite a lot. And I just ended up just stopping taking them all because I just had enough of all the side effects because it was just oh, one side effect. So you had another pill and then another side effect. So you had another pill. And yeah, I just had enough of it. I was like, I'd rather just deal with the pain on its own it was so, a lot less actually 
yeah it was so yeah, now i just yeah. if it's bad then i'll just take some pills and that's it like but it has to be really bad yeah yeah i'm not on anything either i have central pain syndrome um from a car accident but and like a mild traumatic brain injury but they um but I've been on like all the pills too and I had worse side effects than it helped. So I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And, yeah like, the it, and like doctors telling you like, oh, it's in your head. Like we're not asking for pills. We're asking for help. Yeah. So it's not like I'm just going to a doctor to ask for pills. Half the time I don't want them. <laughs> yeah. You, you want something to actually help. Yeah. I've definitely been through like other treatments as well, such as like hydrotherapy and things like that. But I just found it made it worse, to be honest. Your body is probably so sensitive, like the nerves yeah. and stuff. So sometimes it hurts. Yeah, it's it's like a, a it's quite strange as well because like when I'm in the water, I'm okay. But as soon as I get out, it's then it hits me, and I I just I've yeah. crashed. And then I just can't even walk out of the like hospital. So it it just was just so much worse. Yeah. Just not doing that. No, I agree. I completely agree. How did so you have a blog and a shop? Is that having to do with your chronic illness journey or like what you like fibromyalgia? Um. Yeah. So basically. Once I got a diagnosis and I was like, to stop taking all my pills and I just basically went back to school. I like did my A-levels. I couldn't really like do them very well. I wasn't, I just had enough. So I just basically went straight to university. And I was just like, I'm just completely like disregarding it. And I just went straight on to uni. And surprisingly, my symptoms just gradually got better. So I got to a point where I could do daily activities. So I could go to uni, I could do whatever I wanted, I could go to the gym. And it was only really like migraines and like fatigue that really affected me while I was at university. So most of the time, if I could like, if I felt like I was just too fatigued or I had a really bad migraine, I'd just go to sleep. I was able to basically sleep it off. So I did that for about three years, got my degree. I was like, yay, thought everything was fine. I didn't think I was gonna basically relapse. So then I got into a job and it was about two months in and then everything started up again. So I had all the fatigue, I had the pain. I literally couldn't physically get into work anymore. They didn't help like whatsoever and in the end I just had to basically have my notice in because they wouldn't help me they wouldn't let me work from home they wouldn't do anything they was just like well we can't facilitate that even though my job was making websites <laughs> so <laughs> which it's just IT based like you could do that at home perfectly fine exactly. yeah so that happened just before all of the coronavirus. So it was December, I started my blog 
and then in July I started my shop. Very cool and now you're doing good with it. Yeah it's good it's good to actually be able to do something so you're feeling productive but not too much so that I was like completely in agony so I am a lot better than I was but I'm just not as good as I was back at university yeah it just kind of like depends day to day yeah yeah definitely some days are better than others but it's gradually getting better over the months which is good but then obviously you just get a day where it's just it's so much pain you can't get out of bed yep I just had one of those the other day so I understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I had last week, I was just migraine the whole week. Uh, I was just like, great. <laughs> that sucks. That's, yeah, migraines are horrible. Because you literally I, can't even do anything. Yeah, that's the worst thing is people are like, oh, it's just a migraine. Like, oh, it's just a headache. And I find that one's the most debilitating symptom because you yeah. literally have to shut the windows like close all the curtains like and make it pitch black you can't go on your phone you can't like watch a tv because it's too bright and sound like talking to people you just can't do it yeah and then i also find that every time i move i just feel so much pain it makes me feel sick so i can't even like go downstairs and make food or anything like that yeah yeah Yeah, and any headache isn't fun especially a migraine so for people to say oh it's just a headache who wants a headache anyway yeah i think it's just the other symptoms that come along with a migraine rather than a headache like the visual and the auditory yeah problems yeah i can see like little spots a lot yeah mine goes like really blurry or i just basically can't see (laughs) so when you're having these tough days in these tough moments how do you stay strong I always think back like that's happened before I've got through it it does get better like and I, I'm trying a lot to be in the moment so yes okay it's bad now but I'm just accepting that and just like seeing the positives and then thinking it's okay it only lasts a moment like yeah I know I'm struggling right now and it's really really hurting it's painful and I feel sick and everything's going wrong but tomorrow's another day and I just go to sleep I give my body the rest it needs and then I can carry on I love that thank you for sharing your story and your how you stay strong during these hard times is there Anything else you'd want to like say to maybe someone that's struggling or just any other advice? Um, I think the best thing is give yourself time. I mean, I know it's hard, but it's also you've got to process what's happening. And I think people just expect you to just go carry on and everything's going to be okay. But it took me seven years to accept what happened to me yeah so it's going to take you a while like it's not just the physical aspect it is also the mental aspect so I definitely think you need to give yourself some time and space to actually work through it mentally 
Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and your advice. We really appreciate it. And this was another episode of Staying Forever Strong. Bye, guys.